Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the tree is, is this the, the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that, that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you here? You we always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got you. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My, my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys in the show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because he's done on the war feet. Hey there, Marcus Dash here from Chief Concerns. Just want to comment and say Bet Online is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, baseball, boxing, golf, and much more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. JD, how we doing, brother? What's going on, man? What is going on? Oh, how's JD doing? Oh, JD's doing fine. He is doing absolutely fine. And I tell you what, uh, this 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 ish right here, we we about to get into it right now. That's no, what yeah. I'm saying. I, I gotta say that this game, um, we're gonna touch on a few topics here, but the defense. Obviously, coming in and doing our thing against um, this high-powered Miami Dolphins offense, the one the world beaters everyone was talking about, the best offense the National Football League has seen in some time. Um, today, man, they came in and, and had an amazing game plan. Spags, I mean, they made it a point. I was watching a little bit of the post-game show. They made it a point um, to kind of be physical with Tyreek from the jump, from at the line of scrimmage, be physical, get hands on him. And that's something you talked about that they needed to do from kind of from the get-go. Um the, the strip and scoring a touchdown off it, I thought that's just uh, poetry in motion, J.D. Stripping him and scoring a touchdown on it with uh, one of the rookies from that last year's draft class, Brian Cook, scoring that touchdown. I just think it's just so poetic, and you know, that's what sports is sometimes. It can be very poetic. But, J.D., what did you make of the defensive game plan that Spags cooked up this week? Uh, I, I thought it was brilliant, to be honest with you. I, to, you know, to me, that's exactly what I was expecting uh, for us to do. I mean, seriously, and, and and I said this. I said that, you know what, Spags, you're gonna have to get physical on the on on the wide receivers, especially on Tyreek. And I'm talking about being his tail the entire entire game. And so he did that. Not only did he, he do that, but also too, he was able to bring pressure. We knew it. I said that one of the things you have to do is you have to apply pressure, especially on Tua. And you seen it. He was shook. He really didn't have any answers. You know. To be honest, when he came out second half, he didn't have no answers. When they started and stalled out, coming out after halftime, you could see on his face the frustration because he really didn't have any clue what was going on. And the thing is, we asked him, we let his ass off the hook. Really. We let him get back in the game with a little confidence, and he was still he was still shook. You could tell at the end of the game he was shook. And so he, he was not comfortable whatsoever the entire game. And that's exactly what Spag's game plan was. That's exactly how he go into it. I'm talking about you got to run straight through these jokers head on. You can't worry about their speed, okay? You just got to go hit them in the mouth. The defense did a tremendous job of that. 
Everybody understood their assignment, and everybody played exactly how they should have. Uh, now, barring, of course, the penalties that, you know, we we had, you know, the, the, the boneheaded plays. Uh, but other than that, man, they, they were superb. They was absolutely superb. So, yeah, Tasia, what do you think of the defense today? The only thing I could say as far as a drawback from the defense that I saw online, obviously they got Moser got going a little bit in the second half, mainly the fourth quarter. Um, but what did you think of um, of uh, Chris Jones and, and everything? What he what he was uh, the um, the penalty that he had that everyone was kind of complaining about online. I thought they could they could have called they could have not called that one just like they, they did a no call from Mahomes on the sideline. Yeah, they definitely could have swallowed that whistle like they did before. Um, still, though, I mean, again, when you're – we talked about this many, many, many weeks ago. When you're getting these tough, close games, don't give them a reason. Don't give them a reason to call you on something. Um, I, it, it's unfortunate. And I'd love to hear what he did for Jones to just shove him like that because I'm sure there was something extracurricular. But like they always say, it's the second guy that always gets penalized for those things. Um, I do – I just got to say, I, I love what J.D. said about what we did on Tua. Uh, that's his lowest passing yardage since uh, last December. So um, he's, he's we shut him down pretty good. The second, the, the lowest this year, the next best one was against Philly. So you see what happens when he has to go against balanced teams, great offenses and great defenses when he has to play against a team that he has to score a lot and against that also has a good defense. So that was that was awesome to see. I, I love that we uh, we got in him. Yeah, JD, uh, the the two uh, being shaken up. You said it's all something too. You, we want you want to rattle him. Like I remember in the run up to this game this week, you're talking about Spags is going to have someone dialed up to kind of rattle to it once you kind of get get in him. I mean, that's when the game is going to be lost there for for Miami. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing is, I don't care what quarterback it is. It's the thing once you bring pressure and you start just start getting them off their off the grass, moving around, you know, making them make fast, quick decisions. Sometimes that's where you get a lot of the errant throws, and that and that's what it is because they had to process everything so quickly. The great thing what Spag does is he disguises what he's going to bring as far as pressure. Who's coming? He does a he he does a wonderful job of that, and so that was what was the key to bring him. You know, just keep him off. You know, the balance as far as like what they wanted to do, and so you see McDuffie coming off the edge. You know, you seen um, uh, the corner coming off the off the edge, and so you see some guys coming up the middle. Those things like that is the ones that when a, when a quarterback is looking, his first read, that's what you're trying to take away, right? So you're trying to make them dictate what they do offensively. That's always a hard thing is, like I said, it's, it's, it's a chess match. And so part of the thing is in the chess match, it's like, okay, who's going to do the move ahead of you, right? Who's, who's two moves ahead? And so this entire game, Spags is two moves ahead as far as McDaniels and those guys, what they were trying to do offensively. Uh, you know, at the end of the game, obviously Mosher got a couple of good runs toward the end, right? We kind of gave that up just a little bit, and and I, I think a lot of it had just to do with uh, us missing the lanes, uh, uh, you know, the running lanes, you know, because there was a couple of times, you know, you see the assignment, guys are supposed to be there, and they weren't, right? They got swallowed up either by a guard or a tackle, or they just missed it. And so um, that those things are very important, okay? They, those things are very important. But let, but let me say this, okay? Um, this is exactly where I wanted to go with this when I got on here. Uh, it, a lot of it had to do with, for me, when a lot of people were just talking that the Chiefs didn't have enough of uh, what they needed or what it took to beat the Dolphins. For whatever reason, everybody felt like the Dolphins were unbeatable. 
because they looked at the 70 points they hung up on the Broncos. Well, the case I was making all week is, first off, uh, we're not the Broncos, for one, okay? We're just not. Yeah, we got beat by the Broncos there. You know, there was a team that was ready to play us. Guys had flus, whatever. And ain't got nothing to do with it. The problem I have with this is we are Super Bowl defending champs and everybody's acting like we're Swiss cheese for some, some reason. That's what got me really pissed off about this whole thing. And so, like, I was sitting there talking about, you know, all these naysayers, these tiptoes around here, calling out every little thing that they didn't like. That's the thing that really just absolutely runs through me. Because I knew these guys was going to be ready. When they talked about Andy went in and he he focused them guys up and he got in their tail, that's exactly what I knew they was going to do. Okay? And everybody sat there and they took it. And they had no problem with that. The thing is, we need to understand these guys are Super Bowl champs for a reason. Okay? We ain't just talking about guys that's off the street. When guys needed to, stre- to step up, they stood, they, they, st- they stood there high and, and stepped up when they needed to. That's what it is. Those are the guys that we need to go ahead and say, look, we're going to be loyal to these guys, okay? I don't care who they have, we have in the room. I don't care who the wide receiver core has to be. We can sit there. We can complain about that all the time. But, damn it, who we got, we got Travis Kelsey, PM15, Andy Reid. Uh, uh, we got uh, Cook, the whole uh, secondary defense, Chris Jones, Menahu, Kolopkis, Tony. We could, we could go up and down who we got. Somehow we forget about who we who we got on our team. That's what pisses me about the whole thing. So yeah, I said I'm gonna sit over here. I'm gonna start calling out all these tepid, lukewarm mother suckers out here. <laughs> we didn't want to. You're so juiced up, Jenny. You're getting me juiced up. Hey man, look, I, look you had a pregame like warm up, like huddle, like speech, man. You should have hey, flew to Germany hey, for that. Tasia, man, hey, you have no idea. You should see me in meetings. I'm telling you, I'm like. <laughs> And I sent like some, you know, some of the tweets out last night. I was like, like over it, like at a hundred, all right, hundred and twenty. I had to stop tweeting because I had to, I had to put myself out of it. I had to, JD, calm down, okay? Yeah. But I was just so juiced up, like I was ready to go out there and play the game. Well, I'm glad you saved it for this too, so because we need that. Oh here. well, uh, I, I'm, a, I stay like this all the time, you know. That's <laughs> how so I bring myself down. So just to go off your Tyreek Hill thought, uh, cause con- concern for Miami. Dolphins are one in three when he goes under 100 yards receiving. Uh, the only game they won was the Patriots in week two, and that's, Patriots just couldn't move, can't do anything on offense. So, but yeah, that's that's scary that you know um, when he doesn't blow up and have a go off game, they have pretty much lost. Well, look, that, that's their guy. We we understand that. Like I said it before, we we let that talent walk. <laughs> we let it walk down there to to, to South Beach. Okay. And I told the dude on Twitter, I said, that's the reason he don't have two rings is because he's not playing with us, right? Tyreek yeah. is a talent in itself. I mean, he's a generational talent. We'll, we'll probably we'll never see a guy like that ever in the NFL. I'm, I'm talking about every time he has a ball in his hands, he has a threat to hit his head on the goalpost, right? We understand that. And the thing is, they did such a good job of just keeping him under wraps. Like, I, I love that. Like, I told you, like, you had to hit him. You have to. And I don't even care, like, Get the penalty. If it's a good penalty, if it's just getting in the head psychologically, if it's just laying on him physically, do that. We'll take the five yards, right? I'm fine with those things. When I understand that's the game plan, is to frustrate Tyreek Hill, hit Jalen Waddle every time he runs around the middle or whatever he needs to do, and make sure Tua keeps off the grass 
That's what you want to be able to do. And they 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 executed this thing to perfection, almost to perfection. Okay, almost to perfection. Chris Jones having a frustration. He he can't do that. Chris knows that. I mean, shit. When he comes over, hey man, calm down. Okay, you can't do those things. Things like that to get you beat. That that whole series in the third quarter where Patrick fumbles and then we get the penalty. That those things like that will get you beat. And I said that before the game. The key to the game is you got to eliminate penalties. You got to eliminate turnovers. That's what you have to do. And so we've seen what happens when we don't do those things. When we fumble the football, we'll put them in, you know, scoring position, right? And they score. Same thing. We keep a drive going, okay? That's what ends up happening. And so that those are things. If we play football where we eliminate the penalties and, and the turnovers, we're going to be fine. We're going to be absolutely fine. But to tell, I'm, I'm, I'm just, and I'll say this, okay? I'm going to stop talking. I know I'm a little juiced up right now. I'm going to chill. But our defense is a top defense in the league. And I don't think we're getting enough of it, being told about it all the time. I hear these other Wahoos out there on the, the commentating, talking about all the drops that we have and all the guys are not getting open. I'm just like, you know what? You need to shut the, for real. How about you talk more about how the defense is doing? I'm glad McCourney, uh, uh, he said something. Jason said some things about it. Yeah. Heck, you listen to Dan and everybody else, then, you know, then it's, it's oh, the world falling. No, oh, we, we ain't going to do What are they going to do? How are they going to figure this out? You know, I got tired of it, man. I did. I got tired of it. So go ahead. I think, that, I think a huge key also for uh, Hill, it's, it's not just, I mean, you're not going to go in and just say, I'm going to shut Hill down here. I think it's getting rid of his yak. I, I think that's the big thing with him. You can let him catch. Right, a billion balls. As long as he just doesn't take one to the house, you're, you're mostly going to be okay. We had the we allowed him the um, lowest yards per catch all season today, so that's a huge thing. He caught a ball, so if you have him fantasy football, you're not that upset for his eight or sixty-two. But if you're playing against him in real life, you're thinking if you if you only know Tyreek Hill gets eight catches and you see at the end of the game, well, he got sixty-two yards out of that. That's a win, total well, win. Leave, you know. Well, here's the thing, though. I, I, I said this. Who has more film on Tyreek Hill than the Kansas City Chiefs? Nobody. Yeah. Who knows him better than the Chiefs do? Nobody. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows him better. Spags wins against him with every single day in practice. And in the meeting, when you go on to get some one-on-ones, these guys have seen him. They know what he can do. And so Spags is like, well, look, if he catches the football, have that second guy be there to tackle him, right? That's the thing about it. Because once you have him one-on-one, and then all of a sudden he's just running around you, it is over. It is absolutely over, right? And that's the thing you can do. Okay, he catches the football. Somebody be there to tackle him, okay? Let's corral him as much as, as possible as you can. I mean, it's, it's literally trying to run down chickens is almost like it is, right? So the whole country saying it's like, you know, trying to run down a chicken, okay? When they just running and running and running, you just run around trying to catch this joker, and that's when you get in trouble. But I told you, I knew – you know, you can't stop Tyree. You're not going to stop him, right? He just said talent of a player. And as an offense, I'm going to force some balls to him so he can catch the ball, right? Because I believe my guy's better than your guy. But we got two guys on your one guy. That's where it changed for us. And, often, uh, uh, and to be honest with you, we're talking about offense too. Let's go to the offense side of the ball. That's what the, the, the Dolphins did. They made sure they double-teamed Kelsey. They double-teamed, yeah. triple-teamed. They made sure he was not going to beat us in the game. They made sure of that. So guess what? 
Hello, Sky Moore catching a, fo- a couple of footballs, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, he ain't the bus everybody's talking about. Just take some time to develop. But also, too, I think you need to call certain plays, you know, that, that really is tailored to what he does well. MVS caught a ball, okay? There's some things to do. Rasheed Rice stepping up like they should have. Started giving the ball to Pacheco like we said it was going to be the game plan, what you need to do offensively. So there was times that the offense looked pretty good, and there was times that we struggled. Third down is another one. We we, we got to fix that, man. That whole third down. I mean, we we it third and one, it shouldn't be that hard. Line up, hit them in the mouth, come off the football. Okay. That's what you need to do. So uh I don't know. It, it just those things on offense need to be fixed. The little things, it's just details and little things. And I think each and every week you just had to build on some of the success that you had, right? So this is what a game looks like when Travis Kelsey doesn't kill you. He didn't catch eight balls. This is what a game like that looks like. Can we build on that next week? Absolutely. Sure. So now we know guys can step up. Guys can do different things on that. So, Uh, J.D., so obviously, yeah. So defensively, I did want to ask you one thing. So obviously, for for the most part, we look at their numbers all season. We shut them down pretty well. The lowest scoring output they've had all year. uh, The other two losses, they scored 20 and then 17. Mm -hmm. But talking um, about the Dolphins, what do they do in the second half? I mean, the running game, most sort of look like Walter Payton out there in the second half of that game. What do they do second half schematically that kind of war with us a little bit? What what I've seen a little bit more was a lot more of like the window dressing, a lot more of the motion, kind of playing with eyes. And so what ends up happening when you're playing with eyes, what you're hoping for is the linebackers get in bad positions, okay? Because those are the ones that have to flow. They're the ones that have the backs. They have the ones, wide receivers, the ones that's playing slot. So when you got guys in motion, you got to play with their eyes. If you block it well up front, then you're just hoping to get to the second level. That's it. That's pretty much it. And so what you try to double team as much as possible, and that's what ended up happening. Uh, you know, I don't like calling guys up, but uh, but but Tranquil was in some bad positions uh, the second half where he just he, he either missed a hole or he wasn't open enough. And then you know he's a smaller size guy, and so a, a lineman can just he's holding him, but he could just swallow him up. And so Tranquil can't really come off of a guy like that. He just, it's hard for a linebacker to do that. You want you want a more powerful linebacker who can press his shoulders and his arms to get off. That's why Chanel, you know, he's he's man, he's a good linebacker, man. Chanel's an absolute damn good linebacker, you know. And so and 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 Tranquil is too. So I'm I'm just saying as far as like scheme wise, what you try to do, but that's really it. It's just the motion that you're trying to play with eyes, pretty much. Um, uh, real fast thought on when you said Kelsey, um, lowest yards in a game since 2018. Damn. Sorry. Hey, we got the dub. And uh, what well, I mean, it's encouraging for us on the yeah, other yeah. side of it when you no, said, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, no, no, I'm saying for, but when we said like, he'll had a bad game, they lose. It's good that we can win despite because everyone thinks we go and come as Kelsey. So, Kelsey can have, you know, uh, under you know the lowest output since 2018 and we won. That's that's really good for us. Uh, quick thought about your, your you said third downs. Uh, do you know what the uh, longest third down conversion was today? The longest for us or in general? General. Mm. Third and six. Five. Third and five was the longest conversion. Wow. Right. Nothing above that. Um, it, it was third down was really the key to the game, and they were mostly third and long. So the Chiefs had 10 third downs, six of them were double digits. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the ones we were converted were two, five, and three. And two of those came on when we had two straight runs before it to set up an, a short third down. So um, getting the third and down was, was third and short was the key, man. We had so many double digit ones. They did too. That's why they had such a horrendous uh, third down. I think they were three of 12. Well, I, I know teams, when we get in third down, third and long, you know, third and six and more, third and 10, whatever, that, that whole right there, teams is going to sit back and just drop seven maybe eight and just rush four, right? And three or spot Patrick on that because they understand, well, look down, let's, let's get into lanes where Patrick can get out his hands, you know, uh, really quickly. Okay. We're just going to sit back in these zones and that's what we're going to do because even, even so, okay. And, 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 and I, I get people are very uh, critical of this wide receiving group. The thing I would love to see more from this group is more crisp routes on third down, even double move routes, okay? Maybe like a couple of jukes, you know, a couple of whip routes, a couple of arrow routes, things of that nature. Got to get guys open. And we got to, you know, kind of pick for guys, right? If it's a third down and that that one play, hey, pick route. Man, well, also, too, you got to realize they're going to pass some of that off. Mm -hmm. You know, they might banjo that. Banjo means pass it off. Pass it off. Banjo, I got inside out. You got him. He comes out, I got him. And so – you have to be ready for for each and every scenario, and so that kind of goes into the play calling. All right, I'm just I'm just moving this along. All right, there's 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 a couple of things in the series where we just thought out in the first half uh, that some it just it seemed off. Didn't seem like it was really consistent, and that was that was part of the problem I have because I think sometimes it, it is it's about finding the right rhythm with the guys that you have. I think part of the reason, and I know it's it's a beautiful thing to have, you know, throw the ball to 12 receivers or six receivers. Uh, but also, too, that could be an issue, right? Because it's like, oh, we're trying to figure these things out. Different guys open. Yeah, there's different guys open. But there should be maybe somewhat of a, a, a consistency there with a package of guys that you know is going to be able to, 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 to make plays. I would love to see Kadarius Tony in there more. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just yeah. would. That was I, don't great. Get, I don't get it, JD. I, me either. I have no idea, no no clue, right? And that's for them to figure out. Hey, if they they got how they want to do it, that's fine, and they they're going to do it their way. But for me, I just I just feel like Kadarius Tony is the guy that can help us out. Same thing. Cole Harmon gets in, we throw him screens, he gets yards, beautiful. Okay, there's some other things McCall can do in the in the passing game as well. Mm-hmm. So there's I, I think there is a list of guys you should be able to lean on more than what has been presented to us, right? And I think if we start doing those things, our offense might look a little bit different. Somebody sit there and say, are we starting to miss EB yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, in a minute, in, in, in a lot of different ways, right? We knew EB was that guy that would keep guys accountable, get them responsible for some of the things. If they didn't do something right, he would get in their tail. We knew that. And so sometimes – you know, you can't be you know, use the, the the niceties and hey, you got no. Sometimes it needs hey, get in your ass if you're not doing the right thing, okay? Yeah. And so that's what EB did. Sometimes they didn't like it, they go back back and forth, but after that, it was cool because they realized that look, coach wants the best from me, right? We are professionals, and he's gonna hold you to that. But I'm I'm not really taking anything from from Nagy. I'm just saying that sometimes it just feels like the flow and the rhythm of the game, especially when you have that lag. In offense, something missing there. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So, uh, so 
obviously we come out that first drive was I mean that, that was just like a, like an Andy Reid Super Bowl game script that first that first mm-hmm. drive was so pretty. You have Sky Moore as a tailback. You got Jerick McKinnon as the fullback on that on that play. I mean it was unreal. Um, but then we kind of you know kind of stall out a little bit. Kind of the offense kind of goes back to what it was. JD, um, are you like? And, and there was a point there in the second half where a- Andy Mahomes and Nagy and a bunch of the uh, guys on offense they were kind of like the there was kind of like a passionate exchange there on the sideline. Um, that's what, that's what the Stacey, Stephanie Dales talked about after the game with Pat. Um, I mean, just, it's obviously, yeah, we won defense is you know, pretty much putting us in positions to win, which is great that we have one side of the ball doing that. And thank God we do this year. Um, are you, I mean, we won the game and that's great. Check off the box. We won it. Are you still, I mean, what are your biggest concerns with the offense as of right now? My concerns is, is, is the rhythm. It is, it's the rhythm and, the guys that you're using in particular packages, okay? And I think you have to have a good group, core guys that you're sitting there saying we're leaning on, okay, and these things. And finding out what guys do well. And I'm not saying that they're not doing that, okay, because obviously they are, yeah. right? They get paid a lot of money. They've done a lot of film work to find out what guys do well. And so those guys just need to be featured. And I'm trying to figure out and find out what it is, why, you know, Tony's not getting the, the type of looks that he need to be getting, Right. Because when the ball's in his hand, he's like, oh, well, okay, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Right? Same thing with Cole. He catched the ball on, on you know, on the on the screen. He's up the field. Like, that looks beautiful. That's exactly how it's supposed to – how you draw it up, and that's how it's supposed to work. Coach Marcus, what's good, my brother? How you doing? This is this is one of my boys that, that played with me in Philly and actually at EKU. So we were talking on Twitter because, you know, obviously Eagles had already decimated the uh, – the Dolphins, he was, you know, we was always talking about the game plan anyway. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think that's what it is. My, that's my concern. My concern is finding that right rhythm, okay, where you're able to come in and out of the huddle. You know, you already know what plays are going, with how things are, are should be working. Uh, I don't know. There's one drive. So, obviously, a third and one play at the end where they, where they got they, – they, we punted it. That was – that was a disaster of a play. Uh, we, we could have at least run the ball. Maybe if it gotten stuffed, they would have still had to use a timeout or at least just take it down a two-minute warning. That was just a disaster on so many levels. Um, but there was one, I think it was second and 10, maybe the try before that, or maybe it was, maybe it was that same series where we just we handed the ball off to uh, LaMichael Piran, and it was like, right. like yeah. he, was looking, he, was like, he dove for like a yard. Like, what the yeah. hell is going on here? It was awful. Okay. <laughs> that that right, that's, that's one of my points. Why would you give it to a guy like Piran on a pivotal part of the game, like you understand that 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 you need yardage. Here's a guy who's probably as nervous as all get out. I know. He hadn't touched the football, and all he's thinking about is, I just want to catch the football and just don't fumble. And you see his legs didn't work. He just, oh, he just fell down. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, why would you give it to Piron? You got McKinnon and Pacheco. You Piron comes in for this one? I get McKinnon's a third down back, but man, can we give him the ball and on a second down? Yes, right. Come on, exactly. Get him if you're gonna do that. Get him involved earlier, okay? It's like a, I, I can see his knee, I can see his knees shaking. I can see him back there, and I'm just like, I know they're not about to give us the P ride. And sure enough, they headed it to him, and his legs didn't work. Like jelly, daggone legs are like jelly. McKinnon right. better get a lot of touches the second half of the season because. It looks like we're saving him to make him like a twenty-five touch guy a week because I, I I don't get this like yeah, they put him at kick return today. Did you guys see yeah, that? Yeah, I know of all things to give him a yeah, kick yeah. return and then to not give him a ball in like a second down where he's clearly better equipped to, to get more yards and P Ryan. I I just think that's crazy. 
But I, okay, I, I'm, but I don't, I don't buy into the whole saving a guy. For what? Why? Why are you saving him? Like yeah. you, you know, the thing is, uh, look, and you could get, I get measured snaps, what you want to do, okay, and touches. But obviously, because he scored today, uh, McKinnon, hey, hello, uh, get this guy going, mm-hmm. get him going. Like, you know, we, we we don't need to wait till later on in the in the in the season to do that. We don't need to. Like he, he he's a special talent that we got. And sometimes it was one matter of fact uh, in the series in the in the first half, uh, Patrick had to run outside and he remember he, he kind of went and the uh, uh, the defense the nose guard wrapped around mm-hmm. run that et stunt. Pacheco missed the linebacker coming up the middle. I mean the linebacker just like ran through him, scraped around him. And so sometimes the same thing if you're gonna run even the 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 play action pass, put McKinnon in there, okay. Just put him in there. Even if y'all don't think he's going to run the football, let him run the football. Give him some looks. Yeah. Give him some looks, man. Season high for McKinnon touches is five this year. Wow. What five? game was that? Was that what, Denver? Minnesota? Uh, Chicago. Chicago. That, wow. And that was like mostly second half when it was the uh, yep. twos. Yep. Yeah. So pretty, pretty crazy. So, Marcus, I know you want to get into this. So let, let's go ahead and talk about the, the, the special, special teams. Special teams. Yeah. yeah. So one of the biggest topics on uh, Twitter, uh, it's actually been the last few weeks, really, mm-hmm. um, was uh, McCall Harmon fielding punts at the five or 10 yard line inside the 10, uh, where it seems like he just let it bounce and it'll be a touchback. But instead, he fields it. We get the ball. He tries to return. it, gets the ball like the best case 12 yard line. But most of it, well, today they were inside of 10 multiple times. Um, it was a topic this past week. They asked Harmon about it. He said that's a directive from coach. The Tobe wants him to be fielding those punts there, which I know you you were a special teams coordinator, JD. So I, I'm yeah. curious what you have to say about this because everyone online is going nuts about that. I was going nuts about it. What do you make of these fielding punts inside the ten? So it, it, there's two ways to look at it. Okay, I don't mind it when the punt returner has room to return the football because then it's like, okay, look, you got a shot. Yeah, go ahead and return it. Right, but Cole has the ability to go hit his head on the goalpost. He's shown that. Right, is he's not like a, just a regular returner. When he has an opportunity and chances, he can make people miss. He's got a lot of speed, and so he's a home run hitter in the return game. We know that, so I, I see that part of it. But also, too, there's awareness like when you're within the five, and somebody there's a space you got to like. Okay, let me, let me just go ahead and let this go. We'll get on the twenty. Matter of fact, Toe should be telling him that, especially in those the different parts of the game. Okay. Because there's different scenarios, different situations. That situation, hey, you know what? If it's down, let it go. Don't even try to return it. But also, too, I put this, a lot of this on, Marcus, is the punt return team, the blocking. I mean, it's it's horrible. The way guys are getting down there freely on the punt team, okay? What we do, we call hold up. And so guys are selling a line of scrimmage. You try to hold guys up. When you're going, when you're, when you're, attacking the punt guys have to retreat so that gives you some leverage you can run up on a guy and hold him and then you just stay in his hip pocket or you just stay and mirror him all the way down the field same thing with the guys outside who are the gunners so the gunners are another two you got two guys on one guy okay and he's got to get past it it's like uh what is it it's uh it's something like two-hand touch okay you're trying to tell me the two guys cannot stop one dude from coming down there and disrupting 
the punt return guy. And if they're not, those guys need to be fired. You need to find somebody else to do it. And so if your sole job is to go out there and make sure that you hold a guy up to get McCole a chance, an opportunity, then that's what your ass need to do. Period and point blank. And I'll make no excuses about it because that that that's just bad. That's bad football. It is. It's bad football. And so if you if you only get a certain amount of snaps, you got to make sure your stuff is tight, man. You got to make sure it's right. You yeah. have to. So I don't mind that because McCoy is a, a good returner. We've seen him do things in the, in the past that gives an opportunity. Plus, it helps out our offense. It's all about field position at that point. That's what you're fighting for. That's what the special teams does. It's field positions. Those is a vital part of what you do. And ours right now is, is absolutely sucking. It's absolute terrible. And I, we need to get that fixed. So, Toby, he need to find out what he needs to do. I don't care if you need to send somebody, pack and put them on practice squad or whatever. But that ish is not okay. The BS is not okay, man. I don't like it at all. Okay? I don't. Do you think this kind of – I mean, you and I, we, we've talked about this before, going back to the preseason, kind of Tobe's ideology on some stuff. Yeah. Like the whole – taking kicks out of the end zone. I know that's what he wants all his guys to do in the preseason. Right, right. But now, and I guess situationally, it, it all depends situationally, right, mm-hmm. as, as far as when you're going to take the punt out or kick return out. But, like, these punts, he's telling these guys to, to field punts in the 10-yard line. I mean, he's telling them to do that. It's not a situational thing. And based on what we said, based on what Harvin said this week, he's telling them to do that. So it's like, what is with it? Is he just allergic to uh, touchbacks? I mean, sometimes touchbacks are a good thing. It is. I, I don't. I don't think so. And it, and I, hopefully he's not telling every guy that. Hopefully he's only telling McCole that, right? Because that's your return guy. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna give everybody the green light to do those things, right? Yeah. Just like I'm not gonna give a green light to every uh, quarterback to do what Patrick is doing. Uh, it's just not. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. Hey man. Hey. Yeah. Sit your ass down over here. Sit down. You are not doing that no more. What made you think? Well, Patrick did it. You ain't Patrick. Mm. They will tell you the same thing. You don't get the green light. Yep. You don't have carte blanche to do whatever you want to do. So mm-hmm. McCoy has that because of his 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 history, right? He, we've seen him return, you know, some some good balls. But now it just look it looks like garbage back there, trash, absolute trash. But a lot of that has to do, like I said before, it's it's, it's the guy that's blocking for him up front. They got to do their job. So it all looks terrible. Yeah. So I don't know, man. So. I I know it's loyalty and coaching, uh, but I don't know, man. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that room. And if Andy didn't go in to give his peace of mind to that room too, uh he missed the moment. Yeah. On the bright side, punt coverage is pretty good today. So I don't think Barrios got any uh, returns today. So yeah, they, they did great job. Yeah, great job. that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's funny on that third and one, we should have done the P Ryan play there. We would have got the first down. <laughs> the, the dive, the stinging dive. <laughs> Maybe he's just built for third and ones, man. Maybe that's just that, that's his thing. <laughs> Maybe he took halfback dive, like literally. Like, and, and just get it. Was that, was that a pistol? Uh, you know or, what? I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell. Or he lined up at a pistol initially, and then he and then he moved up to him uh, next to him. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't remember. I don't remember anymore. Yeah, I, I just remember that sucker falling. Feet I, tried to, I tried to wipe it from my memory after that. Yeah. Um, another interesting nugget, it's the first time uh, we've lost time of possession in one 
Wow. Yeah. So. That's, we lost time of possession. Second half, probably. Yeah. We, we, came back yeah we also yeah. lost total yard, total yardage battle as well. Man. So we lost total yardage and we lost some possession and still won. Well, they ate up all of that, like you said, third quarter. You know, they, they sustained. A lot of teams have like their best. I haven't looked into. I haven't deep dived this yet, but a lot of fourth quarter good running games. Uh, like Montgomery tore us up in the fourth. Um, the Broncos last week had a few. Like, then that, that, that last drive, they were ripping off like six and seven yard runs in that fourth quarter. Moster today was ripping them off in that last drive. So I mean, that something to monitor right there. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're tired or getting beat or do, do, there's some. They're allowing them each to try to like run the clock, but. In the case of the Detroit and, and Denver, they had leads doing that. At least this time we were up by seven when they were doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think when the team's uh, behind, the, you're you're expecting them to pass more than anything else. So you have more of a passing defense on. Uh, and that's why they're able to, you know, rip off, you know, because, you you know, linebackers are thinking about getting in zone, right? Just mm-hmm. kind of getting beat. So, you know, they're not, they're not necessarily playing the keys to run, right? Uh, which – that that's that's on the defensive line for them to play do their job, okay. So defensive line, you take two. The guy who singled up, you come off and make the play, right? So that's got to be the defensive ends and and defensive tackles uh, playing Superman in that that in that time. Bottle everything up, right? Make them bounce outside. So now all of a sudden, everybody runs it down. The speed does, but if you make it and get up the middle of that crease, that's the toughest part to do, right? Because the linebackers are playing a little bit a little bit deeper on that. Yeah, and uh, Justin Briscoe uh, just commented saying it's not having Bolton, which definitely plays a part in us getting kind of gashed in the middle. Yeah, huge. Yeah. yeah. Although Tranquil made a really good play on that third down that would have gone for big yardage in the first half. Yeah, he did. A little, yeah. the little shuffle pass. That's mm-hmm. right. He made a really good play on that. That saved like a first down and a potential bigger drive. Tranquil's going to make a lot of money this offseason. Yeah, Tranquil's yeah. a good linebacker. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good linebacker, you know? Uh but he has his, his, his some limits on things yeah. he can do well, right? Yeah. He's not Nick Bolton. He's not Nick Bolton. Not Nick Bolton, no. Let's just put it that right. doesn't mean he's bad, doesn't mean he's a pro bowl, just he's not Nick Bolton. That's just that that's that's you know yeah. SEC leading tackler, one of the best on the cheese. Yeah. Leader, I, mean, I mean, this is who Nick Bolton is, right? Yeah. Uh, different different strengths. I mean, most players have the different strengths and weaknesses and stuff. Absolutely. And, you know, yeah, and no. then, then next to each other is actually, you know, what what he what, what one lacks and the other one is good at and vice versa. So complement yeah. each other very well. Exactly. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, that does it for us. Great way to leave Germany. By the way, did you guys oh, 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 wait a minute? Oh, what? oh. Uh I have one more message. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. I just want to say this. Okay. All right. Because I just I just wanted to make sure that. I wanted to get this right. Okay. Yeah, all right. So all the ones that that was ready to to jump off off board, off train with the Chiefs and had the doubt we was going to get beat obviously by Miami and Philly and everybody else and we we're a terrible team and I going to make the playoffs. Listen. Uh the ship's full. Don't try to jump your ass back on now. Keep your ass over there. If you if you was the naysayer and all Keep stay on over that side. Stay on that side over there, buddy. Okay. Whoever you are. If you're not that guy, 
They ain't talking to you. Well, JD's not talking to you. I ain't gonna put it on Marcus and, and Tasia on this. So this is <laughs> JD talking. Okay. Because so there was a whole lot of noise out here this week, Marcus and Tasia. Oh, it's yeah. a whole lot of noise. Yeah. Okay. And I, I what I seen, it got real quiet. I started looking around and I couldn't see them jokers no more. Yeah. Yeah. What the, hey, hey, come on back over here. Where'd you go? Oh, then all of a sudden, you know what they're gonna try to do? They're gonna try to crawl back in. Oh, well, yeah, that, no, 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 no. We know yeah. what you said, we know who you are. Be fine with that. Stay on over there, buddy. Stay on over there. It's good to talk about the concerns, you know, chief concerns, obviously. Absolutely. But at the same time, like, you know, the sky isn't falling. Just that's another thing, too. Keep it in, keep it real and keep it in perspective, you know. Yeah. And, I, and I'm one of those, you can be critical. I, I, I'm, we're critical. We talk about guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a sense of loyalty that you have, right? And so sometimes when I see those things, it's the disloyal part that gets me. Because then all of a sudden you're looking for the team to lose because you didn't get your guy or your receiver. The thing's not going your way. Okay? That's a different thing right there. To me, that's yeah. different. You know what I mean? There's a little vindictiveness because you don't get your way. That, that's a little uh, 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 asinine. Little, you know, but people are obsessed with being right um, at the detriment of like different players on their own team. Like yeah, they'd yeah. rather their guys score than not their guys score. And it's like, it's almost like a, um, a conflict of interest there. It's like, you can't root for a player on your team to do better than another player just to be right later on. So you can brag and have like, you know, more likes on, on, on Twitter. It's just, it's just, it's, it's dumb. But, but it's where the game is played. And it's the same thing with, you know, Sky catches a couple of footballs this week. The haters have still been like, well, he's still a bust, right? They're, oh, he's still a bust. But daggone it, he's he's our guy. And we just needed for him to contribute. That's what we're looking for, right? Every week, we, that's what we're looking for. We try to get the, the win. But if you want to be that dude who go out there and just want to just clamor on people and guys and, you know what? You, you know, your ass need to be called out for it. So, especially when your receivers are averaging like three uh, targets a game. Come on, what man. Do you, what do you want them to do with that? What do you want right. them? Honestly, as long as they go two for three and, and catch two balls and not just fall Pirine style, then like we're yeah, that's good. We're going. That, that's fine. What do we? I mean, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's right. So, but you need to take that 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 message from JD Marcus. You need to clip it with the, the more you know, little like a uh, um, PSA. <laughs> yeah, little star going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's good. That's good. JD, you can see a lot of the fodder on our uh, Twitter account. I put seven and two, baby. Where are the doubters? And there's a lot of doubters who are commenting on that uh, on that tweet. So you can you can you don't feel day with that one. Oh, okay. Love <laughs> love to love to. Like I said, we love every interaction. We do. We love it. So we don't mind going back and forth. But dad got when it's time for us to tighten up, our guys tighten up where they need to. Okay. Yep. Get the dub. Right. Yep. We are here for all of it. So yeah. You see Pearson well said the detriment of fantasy football uh, to being loyal to your team. Yep. Yeah, you got the fantasy football fans and you also got the the real fans too. Yep. It's uh it's, cha- it's changed the game, I guess, for some of some of these uh some of these fanatics. Mm-hmm. Um but all right, guys. Well, that does it for us. We thanks for everyone to tuning in. I know everyone likes to watch their 1 p.m. games. So thanks for coming in and, and uh, talking uh, Chiefs Dolphins uh, recap with us uh, tomorrow. JD and I will be back on our YouTube channel, Chief Concerns. It will be grading today's game. We'll try to do it around like probably five or six o'clock tomorrow night, so everyone can get in and uh, do a little live, 
getting on the live stream with us, JD. We'll talk about what time we're going to do. But, um, but yeah, so we hope everyone comes in and joins that for our Monday morning tight end show where JD goes in on all the grades. And then, of course, uh, Thursday we'll have um, we'll release our episode for our preview of next week. But it's a bye week next week, so we're going to have a little special episode for you guys this week. So Ooh. we'll uh, we'll see you guys later. All right. Hey, guys. gentlemen. Good seeing you guys, man. Love you. All right. Love you guys. Go Chiefs! Yep. Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.